Hello, hello my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. Welcome. This podcast is a transmission of inspiration and love. And truly, I hope will embody the miracle that you are. This is the message and the transmission that I hope you receive from this podcast. I hope that you walk away with the realization and the remembrance of what a miracle, an absolutely extraordinary life that is living on this earth right now. Okay. So, um, a few days ago I was, um, in Instagram and I limit my time in which I scroll because a lot of times I find inspirational things. I'm very, very um, intentional about what I receive in my feeds. So I'm always going um, in there and deleting or you know following inspirational things because that's what we want to do. We want to be so aware of what we are allowing into our energy. Okay, so important. And I saw this, this, um, this meme and it was about ancestral mathematics. Okay. Now I'm going to go through this, but I'm really hoping that it helps you understand like what, a, how miraculous it is that you're here and to just take notice and bring awareness to all of the things, the people, the circumstances, the experiences, all the things that had to happen in order for you to be here in this moment. And that everything had to happen just the way it did in order for you to be here in this moment. And I'm going to come back around to that. Um, because when we take a what I call a universal perspective, right? The perspective of the universe, the perspective of all things, we see how everything is in divine order. But when we're looking at it in the kind of through a microscope in this moment, in this minute, and things feel icky and we don't like what's happening or we lose someone or, you know, we break up with someone or some huge traumatic life event happens and we resist it and we're so upset And then five, 10 years later, we see the gifts. We see how it all unfolded perfectly. Now, of course, when we lose someone, that never feels good. Okay, so I'm not going to put that in there because that, but it does create the opportunity to heal and to be more present with the ones that are still around you, right? It gives you a more sacredness of life. Okay, so ancestral mathematics. So in order for you to be born, you needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great-grandparents, 16 second-great-grandparents, 32 third-great-grandparents, 40, I'm sorry, 64 fourth-great-grandparents, 128 fifth-great-grandparents, 256 sixth-great-grandparents, 512 seventh-great-grandparents, 1,024 eighth-great-grandparents, 2,048 ninth-great-grandparents. And for you to be born today, from 12 previous generations, you needed a total of 4,094 ancestors over the last 400 years. Wow. You needed 4,094 people to exist, 
before you in order to be here. How crazy is that, right? And just think for a moment, this is what it says, how many struggles, how many battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, love stories, how many expressions of hope for the future did our ancestors have to undergo for us to exist in this present moment? I mean, wow. If you really think about all of the things and people, circumstances, and experiences that had to happen before you to be here, you really can begin to see how sacred your life is and how perfect it is from the universal perspective. You know, that this made me start to think about, okay, so we have all of these ancestors that had to be here, but what are the odds of just being alive? Because if you think about it, it could have been any other sperm that fertilized my mother's egg which would have resulted in a different human being growing in her belly. It would have a different, um, you know, characters, a different personality, right? And and depending on your belief system, this this can get a little crazy, but if we're really looking at it from the scientific perspective, which we're going to play with right now, the probability of being born has been called a miracle, right? I mean, we can see why. What is a miracle? So the definition, just kind of a a very general definition of a miracle is a highly improbable or extraordinary event, development, or accomplishment that brings very welcome consequences. So as I looked to find what the odds of being born, I found this article and in it, Dr. Ali Benazir, who works at Harvard, actually calculated, okay, did the calculations that the odds that you exist are are at all are basically zero, okay? They're basically zero, the odds that we exist. He said, this is, this is how crazy this is, okay? Imagine there was one life preserver thrown somewhere in the ocean, okay, in some ocean, and there is exactly just one turtle in all of these oceans swimming underwater somewhere. The probability that you came out came about and exists today is the same as that turtle sticking its head out of water in the middle of that life preserver on one try. I mean, when you really dive into the possibility of you being here today, it is, it's close to impossible. Now, the article that um, that I pulled up, is it's, it's called Your Odds of Being Alive, right? And so he went through the math of, you know, where is the probability of your dad meeting your mom? And then you go into the the probability of your grandparents meeting each other, right? And then you think about what about all the ancestors? And just think like your, our parents and their, and our grandparents and the 4,000, you know, people that had to meet before us there, that they had to date, right? Maybe some of our ancestors didn't date. There was arranged marriages of some sort. Um, But you think about it, it's so crazy because then we have to deal with eggs and sperm, which come in very large numbers, right? Because moms have about 100,000 eggs in our lifetime. And dad makes about 4 trillion sperms just during the years that you could have been born. So what are the odds that one egg met the one sperm, which together made you and not your brother or sister, okay? That's one in 400 quadrillion chances. But here we're just getting started because our existence here and now on planet Earth, right, is supremely unlikely um, and utterly undeniable because you think about all of, again, our ancestors and the Homo sapiens, Homo erectus, Homo habilis, all the way back to the single-celled organism. 
Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to stop boring you with these statistics, but what it comes down to is our chances of living is literally 1 in 10 to the 2,685,000 power. Okay? 1 in 10 to the 260,85,000 power. That's basically zero. Basically zero. That that's really our chance of being here. Yet we're here. Here we are. You're, you're, you're listening, you're breathing, you're alive, you're participating in life. We are connected to everything and everyone, not only the people before us, but those that are going to come after us. And yet we've forgotten the miracle we are, right? I mean, if you really think about this, does it just kind of give you a little uptick in energy? Like, wow. That is so true. How crazy is that? The thing is, our beliefs have been shaped by culture and society to reflect that we are unworthy of anything but walking, talking miracles. Do you ever see in your life of what a miracle you are? Or do you see more of a reflection of how you're not worthy, that you're not enough? But what would your life be like if you held the sacred belief that you are miraculous, that your existence is a pure gift to this world and everyone in it. What might happen or become possible if you truly held this belief and held this as your truth? And then you can start to really expand this, right? You can, instead of comparing ourselves to other miracles, we'd simply be in awe of the person we are and the life we get to live. And then maybe we could see others as miracles and view the world from the space of knowing that all we see and are a part of is simply perfection just as it is. Just as other people are miracles, we are miracles. And if we really understand this, okay, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and revel at the extraordinary phenomenon you are, what a different perspective you would take towards your life. I mean, what does it really mean to embody the miracle you are, right? And we're going to take this a little step further. Because of our 4,094 humans that came before us in the last 400 years, what I want you to do is I just want you to think about all of their experiences that had to happen to make them who they are, to, for them to make choices, to uh, eventually leads to you being created. Could we maybe take that view about some of the choices we've made and some of the traumas we've experienced, some of the things that we have gone through, and maybe soften our perspective around it and maybe see that all of those things are a in divine timing and in divine perfection for what is unfolding right now. Because the thing is, and I said this earlier, the issue that we all have in our lives, the, the root of all of our triggers and our traumas is the belief that we are not enough. We are not worthy. We do not deserve love. We do not deserve to receive love. And this happens because in childhood, during the years where we create our subconscious mind, between the ages of zero and six, what happens is our parents 
also come from this place of unworthiness. I'm not enough. And they project it onto us. So when we cry too much or we whine or we have big emotions or we're not looking a certain way from society, we're told, no, 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 you need to change this. You need to do this. You're not enough the way you are. So you need to change yourself. And we're told this from people that have been told this as well. So we have to build a little compassionate for our family, for our parents. I've told you, I've shared in in previous podcasts how much I used to blame my parents for my, my problems. They were the source of my problems. If it, if they didn't do this or they didn't do that, then I would be, I'd be perfect. I would be happy. But now I see from the perspective, wow, I am so grateful that they raised me in just a certain way to give me the opportunity to see my truth. Because if I just came out perfect and was always perfect, then I would never know what it would be like not to be perfect. How could I relate to anyone else? That's why our struggles and our traumas are our truest gifts. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody ever wants to hear that. But because we're taking a universal perspective and we're really seeing that everything that has happened before us is in divine timing in order for us to be here and that the chances that we are here is basically zero, the possibility of us being here, well, then are we not short of miracle? And maybe go even further that all of the things that have happened are perfect in the past in the distant past, and in the present moment, what we're experiencing right now in our lives, can we maybe see that it's all in perfection? And I know that it's really hard, especially for those people that are really struggling with traumas, with losses, Um, maybe in an abusive relationship, maybe you're in a relationship that is not supported, that is not where you want to be. There's going to be so many circumstances that we cling to, to define who we are in this moment. And what I'm asking you to do, okay, is so big because what we've been told is to talk about and resist our traumas and experiences, And what I'm asking you to do is such a radical change of perspective when it comes to our triggers and our traumas. Can we view them in gratitude? Can we view them from the universal perspective from 5, 10, 20, 30 years from now and see them as a perfect happening in the universe that propels us into where we are going to be, into the person that we are. And because we are co-creating, we're participants in life, the choices we make now are going to dictate the path that we go. So the more that we awaken, the more that we become conscious, the more that we can see all of the things that have happened in our life is in our honor, that life does not happen to us. It happens for us and is a reflection, a mirror of the beliefs that we hold circling back. 
What are we projecting into the world when we come from a place that I am not enough? That I do not deserve love. I am not worthy. What do we reflect? We reflect that. We we have people show up in our lives to prove that belief. Yet what if we believed that we are a miracle? We are perfect the way that we are even in the seemingly quote-unquote imperfections that we, we see in our lives. What if we saw those imperfections as perfect, as lessons, as opportunities to heal, as opportunities to expand our love for ourselves? Because we only judge ourselves because that's what we've been taught. We live in a world of polarity, good, bad, right, wrong, pretty, ugly, all this. And we've, we've absorbed and allowed these beliefs to just be planted in our gardens without ever realizing that they're fucking weeds. So what I wish truly for this podcast to do is just to plant the seed of what would it be like if we moved from the belief that we are miracles, that we are enough, and that we are worthy of everything that we wish and desire to create in our lives and move away from this space of not enough, uh, not enoughness. I'm not worthy. I'm not a miracle. I'm just a, uh, uh, you know, just, that's what happened. I just got, I got lucky, I guess. So, you know, that sperm and the egg. It's like, if you really look at the probability <laughs> of you being here, it's insane. You can't not, not say, yes, I am a miracle. I'm fucking awesome. I am here for a very important and beautiful reason. And when we stop looking outside of ourselves and we stop projecting our fear and our unworthiness outside of us, and we start to come within and see the love, the miracle, and the perfection that we already are, it's life-changing. That's what I'm truly playing with now in my life, is I'm really diving into my beliefs that are all coming back to unworthiness. And a lot of those you can see are whenever you get triggered. One of my biggest triggers um, are my kids, right? I mean, what mother, what parent cannot agree with this? I mean, kids are our master teachers. They are there to reflect back to us the deepest part of ourselves that are not worthy. And if you think about this, if you come from a place of wholeness in an argument or a discussion and you're whole, you are so secure and in love with yourself, that if someone argues with you, you're not going to project anything on them. You're just going to project love because you're so whole. You don't need them to act any differently. You just love them and feel compassion for them because when someone is arguing with you or projecting their pain, it's because they do not feel worthy. They do not feel enough. They do not love themselves. You see? So as 
if I want to change my relationships, my experience outside, I have to remember that I'm a miracle. I have to remember that I am worthy of this life of love and that there's nothing outside of me that is going to make me feel better. We are the only ones that we're, we're, the, we're the one we're looking for, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. You are the one you're looking for. I'm sure you're like me. We've spent our whole life looking outside of us to fill the void with, for me, it was the attention of men. It was shopping and clothes. It was externally, external beauty. It was all other things. I needed a husband. I needed kids. I needed a nice house. I needed nice cars to make me happy, to make me feel worthy. And then you get to that place and you still are not worthy. You still don't feel worthy. You are worthy, but you don't feel worthy. That wasn't it. So what is it? Oh, once once I'm really successful in my career, then I'll be happy. No, no, because you're missing the point. We're all missing the mark. When we realize that we are so enough right now and that we are worthy and that we are a miracle, just like I proved to you scientifically because so many people need the science behind it, but you really look at the probability of us being here is so fucking small next to zero, how can you not look at your life differently? And it's not that we're special, right? Because everyone's special. We're unique, just like everyone else. And the beautiful thing is, is we all hold this, this miracle in our lives. And we're all here to learn, evolve, and, and, and truly start to reflect the world that we want to live in. We must, and I've talked about this a lot, take radical responsibility for our, for our lives. To truly say that th- my life is like this because of the choices I have made. It's because of the way I feel about myself. And when we don't feel worthy, we're, we make choices that reflect that. In our relationships, right? In our jobs. I mean, you can simply just look around and say, where in my life am I being shown that I do not, I do not feel worthy? And when you start to get to that root and you start to truly contemplate and bring attention to an awareness of your worthiness, that's planting a seed deep within you that is going to grow. And you just have to water it every day. You have to remember that you're a miracle. You have to remember that you are worthy and that you want your life to reflect that outside of you. So by taking, here is the, here is the action step or the idea to play with. Can we begin to see our triggers, our traumas, or the events in our lives that we deem are not good to be in our honor, to be growing opportunities, to be experiences that make us realize that we can love ourselves even more? Every time I get triggered now by one of my children or my husband, I move through the trigger by different ways. I sit with it, I feel it in my body, and I love it. And then I go beyond, and I love the trigger, the trauma, the experience that showed me that I can love myself more. A lot of this has to do with the work 
of my mentor and friend, Angela Ferrari. She's really taught me how to be in the triggers and love them. And, and it's been the most profound perspective shift of my life. Because before I would just resist and feel like I'm a victim to everyone else. And those experiences were outside of me that they, that they were, I did not cause them. But now I see that I cause everything in my life. I am projecting and mirroring my life. The more calm and peaceful I come into my heart, the more calm and peaceful my experience in the outside world is. That's just how it is. The internal state defines and creates your external experience. And the more that we can understand this, that the internal world is more important than the external world because we've been told something very different. The whole narrative around our lives is complete is a complete fucking illusion. We've been told that we can find happiness outside of us. Just like Jesus' words in Luke 17, 21, that the kingdom of God is within you. That the kingdom of God is essentially inward within our heart. And you can, you can take that, whatever religion you are, whatever, you can take that and really understand that our peace, our happiness, our joy, the things that we want on the outside is inside. It's within you. This is why meditating, finding stillness, taking care of yourself, cultivating a beautiful, loving relationship with yourself is the foundation of creating a life that you love, that you want to create. So we're going to back up, okay? I'm going to just put this all in a pretty little bow. When we act from and move from the place that we are a miracle, that we deserve love, that we are worthy, we reflect that into our world and we start to shift relationships. We are literally becoming into a higher vibration. Yet when we move from a place, I am not worthy, I am not a miracle, we are going to then project that. I truly believe that God, the universe, is indifferent. And I know that's going to kind of um, be very controversial for some of you. But I believe we are co-creating with the universal source, God, whatever you want to call it. Just insert that there, okay? Because we're all conditioned to believe whatever it is. You know, you say the word God, for example, and everyone has has either you love it, you don't like it, or Jesus, or Buddha, or Allah, whatever. You you, you know, we create these, these definitions and these feelings around these words. But we're all pointing to the same thing, the divine matrix, the universal field that we are all created out of, love. It is always going to show us and reflect back to us what our beliefs are. So, my hope is that from this podcast, you deeply know the truth that you are such a miracle. That every time you walk upon the earth, you are blessing it. You are a blessing to your family, you are a blessing to your friends, 
You are a blessing to humanity. That is the truth. Move from that space and just see how your life experience changes. I love you. I'll catch you on the next podcast. Bye.